to Frankly Golf. I'm Valerie Melvin uh, here with Frank Thomas and this is our 10th podcast and this week we're going to talk about a really interesting subject which is distance measuring devices and should they be used on tour, Frank? Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting subject because, uh, you know, they were originally uh, devices for measuring distance uh, it wasn't until fairly recently, in, in 1949, a device was submitted to the USGA and disapproved, or approved, when I say disapproved for use, uh, and then finally in 1960, the rule came in to say that artificial devices and unusual equipment, such as measuring devices, to help you in, in make a stroke. That, that, and that rule stayed uh, all the way through until, as a matter of fact, until the most recent uh, rules that are in the book, and now, they are permitted, but by local rule, is they not used on in major events? They're not used in on the tour or open or the masters, and that's based on a, on a, on a local rule. But fortunately, uh, they have been now used in, in amateur events, and they are. And but that was inevitable. Do you do you think that the use of these devices? Do you think it does take some of the skill out of the game, Frank? Oh no, not at all. But as I say, if you had a good caddy. All you had to do was get the information. And and the devices now uh, will give you exactly that information, just takes time to do it. And and we've condoned it by allowing sprinkler heads and, and booklets to give you all the information you need. And even even uh, uh, what they call pin sheets, where the whole location for major events, even in the Masters, in, in the US Open, British Open, the Open, uh, they have these, uh, these uh, sheets that location sheets. So we're condoning it and so it's not the actual information that is of some concern, it's now about how you get it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I suppose, I mean, your position is that basically you can know how far it is but you have to hit the shot. Basically that's right. Yeah. And if you go back into history, you know, how we got to this point, you know, we first of all started with, with uh, stakes in the ground, 150 yard stakes and 100 yard stakes to the to the hole, and when that was disapproved, basically or frowned on, people grew particular trees. One particular <laughs> tree that was out of ordinary, so you could see it from the side. The and, 150 and yard tree. The 150 yard tree. <laughs> and the 100 right. yard tree. <laughs> and 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 then uh, that was to get around around the rule. But then inevitably, when we had the sprinklers come in and, and artificially grow and water the the. Uh, the course, you had on each sprinkler head a little marker. Uh -huh. And once we had the markers there, and we were then inevitably working over to having some other means of doing it, and optical rangefinders were starting to be used. Mm -hmm. They were used, um, they're fairly uh, well-known technology, triangulation basically, and then when modern technology came in with lasers and GPS, then it was it was it was a foregone we foregone conclusion this was going to happen, and I persuaded the USGA, oh in the in the late seventies that uh, as a matter of fact that this was coming, and and uh, that we should uh, you know embrace it, but it really doesn't help you any more than than a caddy. Information that you're getting is exactly the same, so it's the means of by which you get it. Mm -hmm. No, I think it was very interesting watching the golf 
um, this weekend from Seminole Live Golf, wasn't it exciting? Right. Um, you know, with Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson um, and the rest of the gang, you know, in their shorts with their, you know, distance measuring devices, just and carrying their golf bag. It was it was a really um, sort of slightly eye opening experience, but very nice to see. Yeah, I, I I think it was marvelous because if we could go back to that, amazing what what uh, you know what it would go back to golf the way it was played and and I, uh, the distance measuring devices that they use, you know, it's actually speeded up play. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think it speeds up play having oh yeah. the distance measuring device? I, I think there have been some studies, uh, college golf at, at the elite level, uh, where they've been using these devices have actually speeded up play in the neighborhood of, you know, maybe 15 minutes around. Yeah. So uh, so the the speed of play issue is is a benefit. But the, also the, the fact that, uh, you know, you, you can get the, the information in, in fractions of a second yeah. and it's accurate measurement. You know, the laser beam, we have to be able to see the flag to get it. And the GPS, if you can't see the flag, you get that. And uh, so... I, I think it's a, it's a very, and it was approved uh, for use on in in competition, even in elite competition in two thousand and five. Yeah, no, I, I think I mean the one thing I suppose that's you know when you look forward from this, so you say okay we get distance, but at what point do you stop? I mean at what point do, is there like a little supercomputer that tells you? Well, Frank, the last time you'd 150 yards uphill into a 10 mile an hour wind, you used a, you know, whatever it is. Seven nine. <laughs> I was going to say six, but I didn't want to say like four. <laughs> and, and, and then your little device says, there's no way, don't do it. Uh-huh, You've it never, no. never been able to hit that far. Uh-huh. No, uh, that's, that's exactly right. I, I think uh, that's where you have to put the limit on it. It must be for distance only, the same way as you put sprinkler head markings on it doesn't tell you the elevation, doesn't tell you anything else, but that's where the limit basically is. Measuring slopes and various other things is not in accordance with the with the the the, the, the intent of the rule. Yeah. And I mean is that sort of your red line, Frank? I mean in ter- like the slope, the you know, the weather conditions. Right, right. Because I uh, think at that point, I mean I, I don't know why I look at it, I love those little distance measuring devices I and mean, I think they just make it they make the game um, like so much more accurate and scientific and technical, so you can you can use the information um, to really understand your game better. I think, yeah. um, but from from sort of like when I started playing golf, we didn't really have the sprinkler. Head. Well, we didn't actually have sprinklers. Sprinkler heads. <laughs> now I think about it. Um, but you know, we, we maybe would have if I played you know some county matches, someone would bring a trundle wheel and we'd map out the course, and it'd be a lot of work to to do a good job on it. Um, but I, I there is something about. Remember, we went to Isle of Seal um, in Scotland, and we played the little nine hole golf course there, and all the pins were different heights. Um, so it was difficult to gauge distance. It was difficult to, you know. Luckily, we had our distance measuring device with yeah, us. Yeah, little, <laughs> little, little Bushnell laser beam. Yeah, right. in my bag. But um, you know, when you think about that versus what we do today, typically if we play here in Florida, and we've got a cart and it's got GPS. We've got our distance measuring device, you know, in our hand. We we get all the distances we want. I mean, it, it does make the game. 
like I don't know if you want to say more enjoyable or like it just you just have more data to use right. to make better decisions. The, the problem is when you mentioned it becomes science and, and accuracy and all the rest of it. That is against us. That's where the hurdle is, because the governing bodies, but all, all of us involved in the game of golf have been for a long time the traditions. So it's the tradition that's actually holding this thing back from being used on the tour. The tradition of holding up a device that you can measure is not what is, uh, golf is traditionally about. And under those conditions, you can disapprove it or a local rule or condition of competition say, can be adopted for all those events where, where you feel you don't like it anymore, you don't want it used. And so even though today the rule is uh, uh, you, uh, it's approved, distance measuring devices are approved, under certain conditions or with the type of device, but a local rule will stop it. And, and that's what's being used today in the major events as well as on the tour. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to continue to be that way because it doesn't make too much sense. It doesn't make too much sense. Uh, it's that you still get the distance exactly the same distance, but it's a matter of... Uh, how are you getting the method? Uh huh. And those lasers, they travel fast, Frank. Speed of light, one hundred eighty-six thousand miles a second. Yeah, I don't want to think about that for too long. <laughs> Makes me feel a bit dizzy. Um, and the the GPS as well. I mean, it's an amazing statistic how far the signal actually travels up to those satellites and back to give you your distance. No, there, there are twenty-four to thirty satellites up there, and. And to get a very accurate spot, you need to get signals from four satellites. And they're up at uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 12,500 miles. So you're talking about your signal traveling 40, 48,000 miles to, to measure how far your, uh, your uh, 149 or 150-yard um, short, short is. is. Well. Sometimes we overestimate we over, uh, uh, our ability uh, and we need this accurate measurement when in actual fact, you know, that we can't hit a ball within plus or minus 10 yards of where, where we intend to anyway. It's interesting, isn't it? So on tour, when do you think we'll see these uh, distance measuring devices on tour being used regularly, Frank? You know, I, I don't, wouldn't like to actually predict, but I suspect, I suspect uh, maybe three or four years it'll, it'll, it'll be on tour. Good, yeah. I hope sooner than that, but but I, I think eventually the people involved will recognise that it's uh, it's it's a silly rule. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed that out there this week. Hope it was um, some food for thought. We always like to make you think. <laughs> we will be back next week, but until then, may the frog be with you. <laughs>